I used to be kind of charmed by the whole simulation theory thing. I mean, I was charmed by it conceptually, guess you'd say. Because it has that flavor of a conspiracy theory without there being any kind of shadowy cabal thing that you know, sooner or later turns out to be anti-Semitic. You know, there's really no villain. Because there isn't really anything awful going on. Aside from how the world is normally awful, I mean. It's just that maybe nothing around you is actually real. Or it is, but there's some bigger, more real reality outside all of this. It's charming because it's an interesting thought experiment, but it doesn't have any actual consequences in terms of how you live your dang life. Nothing has to actually change. You get up just the same. You go to work just the same. You eat, you hydrate, you do your laundry, you do your taxes. Nothing's different. Truth is, it might as well go either way. Problem is, that's not true. Not really. There are consequences. Because, I mean, there are a lot of reasons why it's not as harmless as it seems. For one thing, I think maybe we should all be a little unsettled by a theory that gives unstable people reasons to believe that all the people around them are fucking NPCs or whatever. Seems like that might not go great. And I'm saying this as a historically unstable person. But also, like, if it turned out to be true, and something went wrong. If it turned out to be true, and someone didn't adequately debug this whole thing before they set it up and press play. Or, if someone got a console open somehow and started fucking around with the code in real time. Kind of think that might create some problems. Used to make games. Or, used to be on the bigger picture side. Coding was never my thing. But I knew enough about the guts of a game to see firsthand all the shit that can go wrong. Does go wrong, until you work out all the bugs. The thing is, you never do find them all. So players find them for you. And some of them exploit them. Like speedrunners. Some of them take advantage of glitches. Some of them clip out of bounds and skip entire levels. Some of them break your physics and fling themselves through the map. And you start to see how this thing you made is a lot more broken than you suspected. And sometimes that's a lot of fun, watching them break your thing. Because people are creative. And sometimes it's not so fun. Sometimes it keeps you up at night. Sometimes you lie awake thinking about how you, you can never be sure you got it right. You can never be sure there isn't some gigantic monster of a bug lurking in the middle of the whole thing. Like a supermassive black hole hiding in the heart of a galaxy. Just waiting for someone to find it. Fall in. Pull the whole fucking thing in with them. Turn it all inside out. What would that look like? If something like that happened? I don't mean like a broken game that didn't go through enough playtesting. I mean something more, bigger, worse. What would that be like? I think I know.
So, I'm on foot. I know how to siphon gas. I learned. But I don't like doing it, and mostly I haven't had to. Not once I figured out how to hotwire a car. But suddenly it matters what car I have. So I've been keeping the cruiser going that way. It's been... I don't know. Two resets now? Three? But the thing is, I've been wondering if it actually does matter what car I have. Because it's been radio silence the whole way. Radio fucking silence. Not totally. I've gotten the odd word in through the static. But as far as I can tell, no one can hear me. Or if they can, they can't get anything intelligible back to me, so what difference does it really make? I think I'm still going in the right direction. Pretty sure. But direction is most of what I have. There's a lot of west to go to. After the last reset, I pointed myself in the right direction and ditched the car. Maybe that was another stupid decision. Hell, probably. But it also felt like the right one. I. I I don't know how I can even discern what right means anymore. It felt right for myself, how about that? Self-fucking-actualization. <laughs> Living my goddamn truth. <sighs> I'm seriously losing it. Just... Long, dark ribbon of road. And this wall of trees on either side. Silent. Except for the wind. I feel like the wind doesn't even count anymore. It's just part of the silence now. I thought I was used to the silence, but for the first time in a long time, it's starting to pound on the walls of my skull. Like it's pushing on my eardrums from the inside. Been getting headaches. They never last long, but they're just making everything harder. I guess maybe I could go back for the car. But I left it hours ago. I think. Shit, it might not even be there how many more, because how can I be sure of something like that now? Anyway, it was almost out of gas, and there weren't any other cars around that I could see. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do. The thing I keep coming back to is who I should be trusting. It's a more difficult question than it should be. What's... Okay, what makes this all so goddamn complicated is that once I would have trusted her immediately. 
Like, no question, no argument. When she would have said, don't trust this total stranger, go do X instead. And I would have been like, sure, absolutely. You trust your wife, right? You know she loves you and she has your best interest at heart and you trust her. Or that's how it's supposed to go. Nothing's the way it's supposed to be. I want to trust her. That's what really hurts. I want to trust her so bad. It's like the spike my insides are curling around. Everything would be so much easier if I could trust her. I think. And so the thing is, I don't actually have much of a reason on paper to not trust her. And yet. I don't think about my mom that much anymore. I did. Used to think about her a lot. She used to live rent-free in my head. Oh, yeah. We tell ourselves we get out. We don't really. Not all of us. But it's just that in the annals of queer people with religious conservative parents, mine was, uh, I don't know, like relatively not that bad. She never told me she hated me. She never kicked me out of the house. Although, okay, yeah, in fairness, I didn't come out to her until after that was a moot point. But she didn't tell me I was going to hell. She didn't tell me I was disgusting or anything. She never hit me. Not for that. She slapped me a few times when I was a little for mouthing off or whatever, but, you know, not even that hard. I was a little nightmare anyway. It wasn't that bad. Started getting stories from other people about what their families put them through, and I kept going back to that over and over. It wasn't that bad. I didn't have it that bad. It could have been so much worse. On paper, I didn't have that many reasons to be pissed off. I didn't have any reason to be traumatized. On paper. Except now I think two things. I think it's pointless to compare what we go through to what someone else goes through. It's like comparing two different universes, two totally different frames of reference. In some ways they look the same, but the differences almost always, and they almost always go right down to the bones. And the other thing is that sometimes we don't even know what someone is doing to us. It's only later we realize how it shaped us. It's only later we realize how we got hurt. It's later you're like, yeah, wow, that was fucked up. That fucked me up. Maybe not even a big thing, just a thing someone said once. Maybe not even big as that. Maybe like a look or feeling, a vibe. What isn't said at all. And then what really fucks you up is you realize that thing that fucked you up, that was really important in retrospect, yeah, they, they might not have ever even noticed it. They might not have known they were doing it. Didn't know what it meant. Didn't remember it after. 
It wasn't important to them. It didn't matter to them. It was... <laughs> Tuesday. Why am I rambling about this? Why, unspecified, abstract, non-existent listening person, am I boring you with all this navel scrutinizing bullshit? I don't have any reason on paper to mistrust my wife, no. But I do not trust her. And I think maybe there are actually a lot of reasons. anyone there? Anyone? Anyone at fucking all? Anyone at all or is this an exercise in futility? Anyone there or did I just imagine all that? Just like I could be imagining all of this. What does it mean if I won't even talk to myself anymore? Anyone! This is hopeless. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my time in a fucking car when I could be... I could be standing in the sun. I can do that until everything flips back over. I can stand in the sun and I can look at trees taller than I've ever seen before. Tall trees on the shoulder of the road shearing away into thin air. This valley down below. Rolling hills. Farmland. From this distance it looks like it's all fine. Looks like it could be fine. I'm just... I'm just... I'm so tired. I am so fucking tired of this. I'm so tired of this, and I don't know what to do, and I feel even more alone than I did before, so I'm like... What was the point of all that? What the fuck was the point? I can't even drag any second of anything even remotely like pleasure out of this because any second it's going to be snatched away and everything will flip back to the way it was and I will get to live the same pointless, fucked up day all over again. Because it's the same day. Doesn't matter where I am. It doesn't matter what I do. It's all the same day. It was always the same day. I just... I get that now. I see it now. I want to go home. But I don't know where home is anymore. 
don't think it's anywhere. Just you're home, aren't you? Close to it as you need to be. For a deer. <laughs> guess. I don't know, I guess all of this is your home. God, you're beautiful. How come you're alive? How come you're alive and all the people are dead? How did that happen? Did you see it? Did you even notice it? Or was it... <laughs> Just Tuesday. I'm keeping it that way. 